There is breaking news now on Fox News Channel. I'm Shepard Smith in New York, and the Associated Press is reporting, and Fox News' John Roberts has now confirmed the United States will pull out of the Paris Accord, the Climate Action Agreement, which has been in place for quite some time. Now, the largest nations in the world who are not a member of it will be the United States and Russia. The White House talking points, according to John Roberts, it's a bad deal for America. It undermines American jobs and will cost Americans some 6.5 million jobs by the year 2040. Again, that's from the White House. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Condit. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. I am fighting every day for the great people of this country. Therefore, in order to fulfill my solemn duty to protect America and its citizens, the United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord. All right. So, obviously, the largest story of the moment right now is Trump withdrawing the U.S. from the Paris Accords. Not a treaty. <laughs> Not a treaty. Right. So um, we didn't know that was going to be the biggest story. You could argue if that's the biggest story or not because Kathy Griffin said some stuff, uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, right. So, but yeah, obviously that was, that was the, uh, that was the biggest thing as far as American policy and and whatnot goes right. for for the week um so i know that you've got you've got some stuff to read about it and we'll just go yeah. through whether or not we'll try to break down the agreement and kind of because there's a lot of back and forth here on whether you know liberals um tend to go the this was a horrible and this they was didn't just say thing. it was horrible. They were, like, prophesizing doomsday. Your babies are going to die. Like, in a year, <laughs> the world's going to be a desert. And Right. Know, like, um, I saw a lot of that going on, um, which I, I had a lot of problems Republicans with. Republicans think it's the greatest thing, the shittiest deal of all time. So. And I didn't really see that either. That was the thing that kind of surprised me is Republicans, I thought, took a pretty relaxed tone with it. Like, there was a lot of Republicans that came out against the the thing to come out of it. I don't Obviously, know. you must not be a Fox watcher. I'm um, not a Fox watch but watcher. Fox, Fox and Friends, not the show. I don't know. I don't watch that garbage. Um, I don't like you, <laughs> Steve Ducey. Um, I don't even know who that is. <coughs> but they were they were parading in the streets, the figurative streets. Yeah, with their figurative parade. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but. You know, a lot of back and forth, and I think a lot of people don't know what the hell is in the Paris Accord. I know that... Not a whole lot. I, I know that I didn't, <laughs> so um, let's go ahead, and we'll go. We'll give you a minute, and you can go ahead and... Okay, get, so first up, I want to it. set it up as 
I keep seeing that it's a treaty, and people keep mistakenly calling it a treaty, and it's not. And there's a very, very specific reason why it's not, mainly because the president does not have that power. He right. can't do that. So, and I've, I've been arguing with people online about this because they, they don't do it. Apparently, they don't read the Constitution, of which I have <laughs> a pocket Constitution so you can borrow my copy. <laughs> in my copy. Yeah, it's a con, con swipe right there. In it, it states, <laughs> Article 2, Section 2. He shall have power. Literally, other than Khan, like, other than Mr. Bottle. Khan, you, like, only a Republican <laughs> would whip out his pocket constitution. <laughs> um, yeah, liberals have to jump cheering for me now. Yay, he's the greatest. Says, he, shall have power. <laughs> he shall have power by and with the advice and consent of the Senate to make treaties provided two-thirds of the senators present concur. So, obviously, that didn't happen. I think they should go to 51 votes. It's going to have to. because I think everything should go to 51 votes in Bullshit. the immediate vision. Because you know it's just not going to work. Nope. You're basically saying that, like, no, nothing's going to happen now. Because I don't know if anyone's noticed, but the Senate doesn't agree with anything that the other side has to say who isn't yeah, in power. I'm sure that would have been... I'm sure that you would have felt exactly the same under Barack Obama. I did. <laughs> I kept saying... If you recall, quite often I would say, I don't know if Trump's going to win, and if so, I hope that Hillary Clinton wins and takes all of the Senate and I the, know that about Hillary Clinton. I don't know that about Barack Obama. I don't well, think yeah, you were there yet. Yeah, at the same time, I kept uh, chastising the Tea Party for not doing their jobs. Yeah. So, well, we gotta do our jobs, folks. So, first off, it's an agreement. Second off, this agreement, in my opinion, sucks. It basically amounts to a pinky promise. There's nothing in place that says that you have to actually do what you say you're going to do. Well, so that's that, the problem with the agreement is that there is nothing. Bi- I mean, there's some there's, there's, there's some bi- financial binding yeah. things, typically for mostly for the United States, saying that for some reason, Barack Obama showed up and was like, hey, you guys want all our money? We just got too much money. And then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure that's exactly how it went. That's what it seems like. Um, There's a lot of agreements where it seems that that uh, was his general thinking. Um, so those things are binding, but actually reducing your emissions. There's nothing in place that right. says you have to do that. And we, in each country, set their own regulations on that. And let's look at what they set it at. There's a lot of zeros here. <laughs> so, yeah, there is a lot of zeros there. Yeah. So here's the the thing. The biggest, um, I guess, carbon emitters. You're going to obviously have the United States, you have China, then you have India, you've got uh, Canada. Um, I think I'm forgetting another one, but basically those are the, the big... Russia? Russia, yeah, they're up there, but they're not huge. Um, let's see, I think I might have a graphic here, which I will be putting into... Here we go. Emissions uh, from countries. China uh, emits 30% as of 2014, so this could have changed, but I don't think it would change that much, mm. depending on, on trends. China emits 30% of all CO2 emissions. Uh, United States does half of that with 15%. The EU, which is a, you know, obviously a, quite right. a few different countries, 9%. You've got India at 7 um, Russia at 5 and Japan at 4%, which is pretty massive since Japan is such a small island. Right. Like, it's just not that very big of a country, but they're still up there. So that's basically the people who, who are doing it. So let's see where they set themselves for. So the United States decided that it would be a really good idea if we cut our carbon emissions by close to 18%. Like I said, if you notice, most of these countries aren't. But it does need to be said that... Well, most of these countries aren't as big either. No, they're not. I mean, 
we're now Russia said that they're going to set theirs at about seven percent, which is about as much as they're. It's higher than they're what doing. they're putting yeah. in. So um, that and and they actually have been trying to pull in a bunch of money through their natural gas reserves that they've started to uh, tap into due to fracking. So that's commendable for Russia mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, let's see. We still here. don't like you, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> let's see where. Uh, India is setting it at 4%, which is about on target of, of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, China did the most. They came out and said that they were going to reduce theirs by 20%. Okay. And uh, there's before we start praising China for this, there's a very specific reason. And for that, you have to go into what are what is everyone's exports. America's exports, the number one export is refined petroleum. Mm-hmm. So we're basically saying that we're going to cut our biggest money maker, which I don't think is a good idea. Hmm. China has come out and said, we're going to cut emissions, which they have to. They're all dying. There's a thing called like ridiculous smog going on there. Mm-hmm. But the other thing you have to keep in mind is that China owns the solar market. So they're going to love this agreement. This agreement basically says, hey, everyone, we're going to stop using fossil fuels and we're going to switch over to mm-hmm. alternative energies, of which solar is the biggest one. So with this agreement, they plan to make quite a bit of money which of course they need to right so that's kind of important to point out does that that's fine to point out but when you're looking at like does that matter like isn't that kind of i know that because the argument here is that it's a bad deal for the united states and this is why it's a bad deal for the united states but up until a couple decades ago the united states was the number one polluter of the of the world china has now overtaken us we're a large country um with high energy needs right and the rest of the world is moving to solar and we will eventually move to solar as well quickly as you think china no i get that china is um primed for it kind of our bad for sticking with coal for so long now we're going to no Go on. First off, the thing that people need to realize is that the photovolytic cells are not nearly as efficient as liberals would want you to think they are. They Are they an emerging market? Yes, they are. Are they getting better and better every year? Yes, they are. They're nowhere near where they need to be. So right now, if you were... If you then were, they shouldn't stand to make so much money. No, they are because, like I said, the, the whole thing about the markets is you need to let the markets do their job. Mm-hmm. This is why if you start meddling with So if it's it, a bad product, like you just claimed mm-hmm. then the markets will act accordingly which is why solar is only like three percent right now global globally it's because it doesn't meet energy needs right so when you sit and so let's just take america into it and now everyone says that everyone should be installing solar cells here's the deal when it comes to these solar cells they're expensive so on average anywhere you look at it to install for it to, to meet one household's needs mm-hmm. of energy you are looking at installing anywhere. I think the average they came up with was about $20,000 okay. to install these mm-hmm. into a home. And then once they're installed, you would get uh, average savings of about $1,000 of energy savings. Well, that takes 20 years to make your money back before you actually turn a profit off of these solar cells, of which case most people don't stay in their homes that long. Now, we could argue, it does, does it increase... Property values in some places, yeah. In California, it does quite a bit. But how is – so then how does – if they're not reasonably priced, Mm -hmm. right? 
It's not that they're not reasonably priced. It's just they're not efficient enough, and it costs too much to produce so at the moment. So then how is the argument, how is your argument that China stands to make a bunch of money off of them? Because if they're a bad product, who's buying that? Because it's going to be – it's an improving product. Okay. So this isn't so the right time. So then shouldn't we jump on that? How would we? Shouldn't we We make, wouldn't be jumping on anything. Shouldn't we make a better product than them? And then force the market to act accordingly. You can't. First off, you can't force the market to do anything. We tried that with Solyndra. The problem is that it, the production cost in America, will never ever be can, will be able to compete with China. It's not possible because they pay their people thirty five cents an hour, and we pay ours. People want fifteen dollars to flip a burger in America. Mm, right. It doesn't make sense. This is a global market. This is a global commodity. And we are just going to lose. We already dumped eight hundred uh, billion dollars so into but it. But then and you're we lost. already then you're waving the flag already. Like it's over. It is effectively at the moment. We it should is just over. buy Chinese solar. We're gonna have to. There's okay. really no other way. If you want solar, it's like the people at my work. Whenever we sell a product and they go, "Is this overseas?" Yes. Well, how much for the American so version? How, Twice as much so money. Then how by pulling out of the Paris Agreement are we? Stopping the bleeding there. Like, how are we changing the... Well, first off, there's well, no... How are we changing the end result? We're not. No, you have to... Like I said, we have to let the markets do their job. So what the, this accord basically did is it tried to take a jump into the market and switch it into something they want. They want solar cells and green energy to be the number one um, source of energy. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that it isn't. And it doesn't produce enough energy right now. But we know that it will. And it, it so let's do that 10 years from now. There's no reason to do this right now. All this does is hurt our interests. So all we're doing is kicking the can. That's No, that's saying. not even close to it. You have to wait. Just like we have, I, I bought, anyone who doesn't know, I bought a 4K TV. I bought it when it was basically brand new. Mm-hmm. And guess how much I paid? $2,000 for my TV. A few months down the road, I saw the same TV at Walmart for $800. Right. That was a bad choice for me to buy it then. <laughs> If you bad just wait, deal. bad deal. If you just wait, then the market fixes itself. New innovations happen. Things become cheaper to manufacture, and now it doesn't cost as much. And if they can produce more energy, right now they produce about half the energy. That but we would either need. way, so if we're waiting ten years until the market fixes itself, then we still pay all our money to China yeah. for the China is going so to. We're o- literally kicking the can. Like no, at, the of, the can. at the end of at the at the end of. At the end of the scenario, China gets the United States money no matter what because they will be the ones developing the product. Exactly. So, yeah, you can look at it that way, but the more logical way to look at it is to say if we pay them more money now. in 10 years when it is cheaper, now nobody's buying our export because everybody's buying from China. We have to wean it off. So basically what we're doing now is castrating our biggest export – so that they buy more expensive Chinese products so right now. Then that doesn't make sense. We're, so then probably what we would do in the case of my scenario, your scenario, where 10 years from now, the entire world, including us, is buying the new hot commodity solar power. Now mm-hmm. we're the only ones probably that won't buy solar power because we've got all this oil or this coal. No, we, let's, we absolutely Let's go will. ahead and burn it, being the only country left to pollute <laughs> The environment. <laughs> um, no, not, no that's now not. carbon emissions are gone in your scenario, except for from the United no, States. They're not, and, and that's the thing that you got to remember is that when it comes to these solar cells, people are going to buy them when it makes sense to buy them. Mm-hmm. So all of these people, all the liberals that scream and shout, guess what? They're not doing buying solar cells because right. it costs twenty thousand dollars to do it. Right. I get so that. So if you wait a little bit, 
my the point I'm trying to make here with this agreement if you wait is a that little we bit, don't need to do this right now. Right, but you still get screwed in the end. No, you don't. You pay less money, and you you don't cut your your major export out. Okay, you don't get screwed. But at the end of it, your major export is obsolete. Yes, you obviously have to switch over and start doing other things. But we need time to do that. And the market will allow ourselves to do that. When we see where trends are going, maybe something else comes out, and it's way better than solar, and we didn't see it. And now we've just already castrated our biggest export, and we've invested in other people's solar grids, and there's a new thing that comes out that's better. It doesn't make sense to do this right now. Because I, and I don't, and I wouldn't argue that it does. I, up until this week, the Paris Agreement was just a term to right. me. Like, I, I had never looked at this or thought about this. Um, <laughs> uh because here we go on my very unpopular view of climate change. Oh my uh, god! Um, that I like. I look at it two ways, right? Like, it's real. I believe that it's real. It I, is real. And I don't think that there. I think we should be at a point where we don't have to say I believe that it's right. real. Like, it's just it's not real. as dire as people are pretending it is. Um, my, well, and maybe it is. I don't know. But what I will say is, like, I've seen climate change in mm-hmm. in my life. We live in St. Louis. When I was a kid, it snowed on my birthday in the middle of November, and it snowed until, like, April 1st every <laughs> single year. Um, I don't know when the last time I saw snow was. In it, it hasn't been snowing yeah, here lately. And, for and years. That's um, more of a, you know, that's more of a specific your own thing. Let's right. look at the, the actual so, temperatures. I, that's kind of more of a right. indicator. Well, what I'm saying, though, is that, like, I believe that it can happen quickly in mm-hmm. some instances. But I also believe that before, like, it's going to be thousand years a couple thousand years many thousands of years <laughs> before the earth is a right. desert wasteland so, so here are the project so, projections so here my view <laughs> is that we should do things to keep the environment great for the future but if you throw my grandkids or my ancestors at me i simply i'm not going to know them so <laughs> i will have died in a world that had water and grass and right like I don't care. <laughs> like right. I, I, I don't know. That, so this is why I don't look into things like the Paris Accords <laughs> because if you tell me the world's going to catch on fire, I believe you, but I'll be gone. Right. <laughs> right. So well, it's important to understand that these projections, just much like with anything, when you're projecting hundreds of years into the future, you're always going to be wrong. And first off, when they say that there are widespread uh, consensus by scientists that this is happening, there are, but there's very little consensus on how much. So take a look at this. We got a chart here that I'm going to be throwing into the video uh, when I edit it. So this is basically from 1900. You know, obviously, the Industrial Revolution has been going on, mm-hmm. and this is when we start doing some the locomotives are shooting their stuff up to about here. So we've raised it by about 1.5 degrees, and this is Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Someone has decided that we're going to shoot it up by 12 degrees <laughs> <laughs> in the next 100 years. Most people aren't thinking that. Most people are more around like 4 degrees, and this 4 degrees Fahrenheit comes into about, I don't know, like 2.5 degrees Celsius or something like that. Okay. Um, is it bad? Yes. Is it dire? No. And, so, so, and that's over the next 100 years, which typically is going to be wrong because, A, we're cutting emissions. Mm-hmm. We've already been cutting emissions for the past you know, 10 years or so. Right. And all these other countries have been cutting emissions. So this probably isn't going to happen. If this, if we're saying CO two and with new technological advances, they're doing things that are pumping, they're taking ozone or the CO two out of the atmosphere and replacing mm-hmm. it with other things. So 
whenever I see people running around with their hair on fire over this accord, I sit there and I feel like they don't actually know what the projections are. Right. We're not going to die tomorrow. Yeah, no. We're not, our kids aren't going to die tomorrow. No, In I don't, 15 years, it'll be fine. I don't think they are, but I do think that um, I think in a lot of ways pulling out of the accord is more symbolic than it is anything. There was nothing that really binded us to yeah. to meeting anything anyway. And I no. do I do trust Donald Trump when he says that like we're still going to continue to cut emissions and we're still going to now what I worry about I semi trust uh, that man. Like, like I well he's rolling back a lot like, of regulations. You're talking you're, and I'm okay with rolling back regulations you, but you're talking yeah. to Brandon Condit. Like I don't fully trust Trump <laughs> on anything. Um but I what, saw that Trump sticker on your car. <laughs> you put it on my car. <laughs> <laughs> um so but what I will say is like I believe that and I believe that after Trump, like we will. Yeah, I believe it's at- four years, guys. Like I actually believe that after Trump, we'll be right back in it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, but and I think that whether it's a Democrat or Republican, like I think we'll be right back in it. Right. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't happy this week. I don't know if you noticed. He's not a conservative. Um, but I, what I will say, though, is I do think that it's more of a symbolic thing for the for the world as a message to the world as far as how Trump was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and I also think that it was a play to his base um, because it was something that was talked about a lot I in the campaign. Because so. I, I, you know Trump, that it seems like if he can be convinced otherwise, he'll go against it. And he'll go, you know, he does do a lot of the things that he promised to do because he actually believes them. Yeah, and there I think are things, he does a lot of things. Though. I think that he looked at this with sober eyes and said, this isn't a good deal. This doesn't help <laughs> America. Even if they followed, if every country followed exactly what they said they were going to do, they've said that we needed to, to reduce at least three degrees Celsius over the next 50 years or 100 years, whatever it was. And this ag- agreement, if everyone followed it, would only reduce it by 1.5. So we're right. already, if we, d- if everyone did what they were supposed to do, we already wouldn't be doing enough. I do think, though, and it hurts our economy. I, I do think, though, that whether or not his base was all that was on his mind, or, or if he actually thinks of this as a bad deal, which it very well could be, depending on who you are and what you're, because I don't think you're going to get the two sides. I kind of am the anomaly to the situation here because I don't side with liberals or conservatives on this because <laughs> climate change is just not my like it's not my number one concern i don't think right. that it's like i get it it's real and that's bad and we should do what we need to do to right to curb right now it, solar is only being used by 0.33 percent of the world okay trying to switch over to it doesn't make sense no like, here's but, here's what people are actually using 32 almost 33 percent of petroleum which is our biggest export mm-hmm Coal, 30%, which, again, we are, we are doing. Obviously, that's being taken over a little bit by natural gas, which is an emerging market. Right. Uh, but but you, still 23%. And right. a, the reason for that is because solar, nuclear, wind, all of these things don't produce enough energy. They're way more expensive, and they don't produce enough. We have got to but wait on this. But we're talking about not waiting long. Like, it's not it's long. A, 10 years is all, all it would take. Right. And I think that so that would be... So, coal miners just know that... Like I'm sorry to be the bad guy here, and I know why you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, but your job is going away anyway. It is, yeah. Um, That's just the and plus, like I said, with these with these reserves, we only have that, a limited I think amount of them. I think the that I don't think all of the left because there is 
Like, I think there's the, the, we talk about it a lot. There's the vocal minority on both sides. It's your caricature, caricature of your crazy right guy, the redneck bigot who just, like, you know, you know the guy. And then you I've know. i a few of them. And then you know the guy on the extreme left who burns down colleges because he can't handle a different point of view. <laughs> like, we, we know both of these guys. But I do think that, um, that a lot of us in the middle who are who are looking at the numbers and looking at the way that things that the markets are going like those guys that didn't vote for for Hillary Clinton are going to lose their jobs anyway so it's time for us to figure out a new market um whether it's solar or whether because at the end of the day the, the world is going to whether it's 3 what did you say? 0.33? Yeah. Which is a small percentage of the world. Right. I get it. And like I said, there's a reason. But, and I do agree with your scenario that in the future, this is, we're going to have to figure something else out at that point. Here's and the thing, though. We don't we're actually gonna, have, in my argument is that we don't have to figure anything else out. We know what it is. Solar, in my opinion, is going to be the energy source of the future. Just not now. It doesn't make sense. Like Elon Musk. Obviously, mm-hmm. liberals God, business God for some reason, even though all of his products, Warren they're Buffett. good products. I like Warren Buffett, he invested in ketchup. <laughs> like <laughs> anybody that invests in ketchup. Loves ketchup. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was just awesome. Like, right. Well, they're freaking out because he was trying to convince Trump to stay in, in this, this agreement. And then, of course, he left because Trump didn't. Fucking duh. He owns a bunch of solar companies. So, right. of course, he wants people to move into solar companies. Right. You shouldn't be shocked his... that Al Gore is upset. Like, yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, Don't be upset. But if anyone's been paying attention to Elon Musk, his big new product is solar panels that look like shingles. Hmm. And so that because that's one of the big things they say people don't buy solar cells for is mostly because A, the price and B, because they're ugly. Yeah. And they want them to look like shingles and these are more durable. Here's the problem. To install it on an average-sized medium house, $65,000. You don't have the money to do it. No one has the money to do this. So it's really nice to sit there and say that. Well, guess what? In 10 years from now, it might be $20,000. I mean, unless... And that's an American-made thing, so there's a difference. Look, China is $20,000. The only way that I can see that system even working is, like, developers would have to be developing with them already in neighborhoods. Yeah. And then that sixty-five grand is worked into the mortgage. Well, here's the thing that really doesn't make any damn sense. I mean, the the federal government subsidizes people who buy solar cells right now. So we're basically – the government is paying taxpayer money to people to not use our main source of energy that we're producing. It doesn't make sense. And to buy from China – all of this doesn't make sense. That's why whenever we talked about Barack Obama and him lacking business and economic sense, this is what we're talking about. Right. There's an idea that's a good now, idea. It's it just is, not the right time for it. No, it is still, though, it still can be very true. I think liberals have liberals have to wait a little bit. But I think, yes. that, I think that it can be very true that, yes, it's a bad deal for the United States and yeah it was pre- it maybe it was going to hurt us and it was better that than it was better that we weren't a part of it than we than if we were but it can also be true that it's a bad foreign policy decision and it could like it just depends on how the rest cuz yeah. it seems to have pissed off pretty much everybody else Well imagine and, that they're not producing oil it, right and it also we Barack Obama said we were going to subsidize their energy grid But it is but it is right so like So of course they're mad that we're not doing it okay. but again I'd rather not but, get butt fucked so <laughs> let's just do that But if we if we end up 
going down that road anyway. Um, as a result, if people stop, like people can hurt us more than we think. Like it's as simple as guess what? You have to fly over Italy to get to the right. Middle East. If somebody in Italy goes, yeah, you can't anymore. Like, all right, <laughs> now, now we have to figure some. Then we stuff invade out. Italy, <laughs> right? Coming for you, Pope. had your time. Because <laughs> um, Pope rules Italy, right? right? Isn't that the way it goes? And I want to make a correction. We commented the last time on the Pope holding their hand. That was fake. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I figured yeah. it was. I thought that too, but then we we commented like it was real. Apparently, that was a, a skit or yeah, something. No, and that... yeah, sorry guys, we totally just the other we thing led you astray that, on that was one. great about the last episode while we're making corrections is that <laughs> we did our whole damn bit on Joe Lieberman and his FBI, blah 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 blah, <laughs> and then we uh, and then because that was something that I had wanted to talk about the week before and we right. missed it and I was like well we'll have to get it on this episode so we go through that whole like seven minute bit about Joe Lieberman get done with the episode I go to edit and source it and at, like as soon as I pull up my article right next to it is an article that's like <laughs> removed himself from consideration three days ago yep. I was like, son of so a we let you bitch. twice on that one <laughs> right so uh, yeah. so my bad going, going back to the Paris Accords, I think that bottom line, it, first off, it's symbolic. Mm-hmm. Doesn't It already doesn't do enough. It doesn't do what it needs to do. No one is supposed to actually, no one's held to actually do it. Right, which I think... We are supposed to spend money on other people's energy grids and cut and uh, if people our were, biggest export. If, if people <laughs> like, were held to do it, then that would make it a treaty, correct? Yeah, it would make it a treaty and it would have to go through the Senate. Through Congress, right. Yeah. And uh, I guarantee you, no one's agreeing on that because the Senate doesn't agree on anything, right? No. So, so again, we're just gonna have to wait. I, I am a big environmentalist. I believe in protecting the as environment. Stated before, I'm not so much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I am. But I believe you in, know, in protecting the environment to a bit. I to also, a, to a point. I don't believe in just taking positions because, like you, you've heard me say many times before, I don't give a shit about principles. To me, timing is everything. Yeah. Timing supersedes He's not the principles. Rob Stark of this podcast. No, fuck that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when someone stands up, and it's like the captain going down with the ship. If you know, and there's a lifeboat right there, and you just let yourself die on principle, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. So with this thing, we know it's going to hurt our economy. It doesn't do what it needs to do. The technology isn't there yet. Solar energy will be the energy of the future. Unfortunately, China owns that market. So there's nothing we can really do about that. We've already tried to do something about that. But to hurt our economy and to subsidize other people's energy grids now whenever the technology is so much more expensive than it will be in 10 years doesn't make sense. And so, I'm glad that he pulled out of it. So, though, he needs, he needs to, A, supplement it with, like, well, what it sounds like to me, he doesn't need to supplement this agreement with <laughs> this next bit. But yeah. we need an infrastructure bill because in the yes, future when in the future when China does own the energy market – we have very little left as far as industry to work with. And yeah. like, and we need to have it, invest in marijuana. That's the next That's one. Right. Um, yeah, I, no, don't. Cause I want to do it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, Starting from the ground up. Right. No, but they're going to have to do that. And that, again, when it comes to marijuana, that's another big, massive thing that has multiple uses for it. Right. And it doesn't make any sense that we're not doing it. Right. So, so but we do need, we will need an infrastructure bill because we yeah. will need an industry. That'll come once. next. After the tax reform and the budget, I think that the infrastructure bill, because that's something Bernie Sanders has wanted very much. That's something Democrats agree on. That's something I, I think they should have led with that. 
really, because that was something that everyone agreed on, and it probably would have started us off on the on a better foot than healthcare. <laughs> yeah. The fuck are you thinking? How did they? <laughs> oh, we've said it so many times, but like, how do you how do you screw that up? Like, it was the hardest thing. We've said a hundred times Barack Obama shouldn't have started with that because, right. duh, you don't start with the most controversial, hardest right. thing to like. Okay, like, hey, let's come up with a bad plan and then let's do that. They've been trying <laughs> to get this thing fixed since like the seventies, and you're like, "This is my number one priority," which is good that it was a priority, but yeah. it's a second term priority. Right? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like politically, it is a second term priority. Call it like you see him, especially if you're not successful at it like barack obama was and if you if you get two years into this process and now you're in the middle of an election and then you're out (laughs) what the hell like your entire presidency was spent on something that's now not going to get done right and that's exactly what happened and and republicans caused it to not yeah they didn't cause it to not be successful but like they were going to get rid of it for seven years and then came in and didn't think that like oh, oh maybe shit, we, need we should start with we should break the ice a little bit like we have the government now we should break the ice right and we should be like hey infrastructure this makes everybody happy nah <laughs> let's do the thing that's gonna polarize both sides right um so i think we can we can wrap this up here i think that when it comes to the paris accord agreement i think it was a bad agreement to begin with i think that it's a symbolic agreement that doesn't do what it's supposed to do it's a wishful thinking, and on top of it, it's a pinky promise with literally nothing enforcing it. So already it's bad. I think for America, it was an even worse deal because obviously we're subsidizing other people's energy grids and we're hurting our biggest export for no damn reason. I think it's still too early, though, to... I honestly not comfortable saying it was bad or a good deal because I think that it, only time will tell. If pulling out of it fucks us more than staying in it would have then it was a then it was a good deal (laughs) and it was a bad idea to get out of it i'll put it this way anytime you come up and are like hey can i buy your lunch can i buy your dinner hey you want twenty dollars and then you stop doing that you're gonna piss that other person off because mm -hmm. they want you to pay for their shit right but is it can you do that long term no and i think that right it came down to it basically republicans call it a hundred billion dollar bad deal and what i'm saying is that if pulling out of it causes more than a hundred billion (laughs) dollars worth of troubles then it was a good deal good enough yeah i think that i think i don't think that's going to happen personally obviously i don't know but i don't think that it's i also think too that like i don't know pulling out i'm not trying to make light of a hundred million or a hundred billion dollars um but in the grand scheme of the amount of money that countries spend on things that's like a day of sitting in the middle east right so well, if the wall is only 30 billion dollars then we can just build the no, wall because it doesn't do anything no, either the beginning of the <laughs> wall project is 30 billion dollars even if it gets up to 100 like billion 500 billion dollars and i'm saying that like i'm not for the wall if everyone hasn't been watching before yes he is i think that it's, yes, it's, it's worthless he said he would sponsor it and he wants nabisco <laughs> right there with him nabisco I heard, let's I do heard it. him say it Um, no, so no, but I think that's a good place to end it. I, I personally would like, we will see what pulling out of it does. What ramifications are and all of that. But but. I do agree with you that like, there are, there are a lot of bad pieces to it. I just don't know. I still look at it kind of as, all right, but what do we do next? Because all we've done, like, yeah, we're we're sustaining ourselves for 10 or 15 or 20 years. But then like after that. 
hopefully we've done something yeah. with infrastructure because we could be looking back in 20 years going, well, if we would have started investing in solar, right. then maybe. Again, like, it's, the global, I don't know. it's the global economy. We're never going to be able to compete with China on this, and they already own it. So they've already got all of the infrastructure in place to produce these solar cells. We tried it. It didn't work. So th- we're not winning on this one. Like I feel like that unless we somehow innovate so much to where you know we we produce solar cells that do eight times the energy output, mm-hmm. and so people are willing to buy it at this slightly increased cost, then that's the only way it w- we would actually be able to be in the game. I don't think that's going to happen. But right. yeah, I we'll don't know. see. We'll see. So. I don't think I will have a career after this. I think he, I think he, I think he, I'm going to be honest, he broke me. He broke me. He broke And then I was like, no, this isn't right. It's just not right. And I apologized because that was the right thing to do and I meant it. And then I saw the tide turning and I saw what they were doing and I went, oh, okay, they're trying to spin this and they're making it about Darren and... Obviously, that was never my intent. I would never want to hurt anyone, much less a child. But I started to see what was really happening. And then it was a mob mentality pylon. And so many people have expressed to me personally across the country at my shows, they're scared. So, yeah, I don't know what's... I don't know if I'm going to get arrested today. I don't know. But I have to stand up. Excuse me? It's, it's hurtful me. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that's better. It's off. Terror in London, starting with a van careening into crowds of people on the city's iconic London Bridge and ending with several stabbings in a popular restaurant area. It is the third terror attack in the UK in the last three months. Police say they shot and killed three attackers. About six or seven times we heard gunshots going off down the street. Um, each time with like three or four, maybe more gunshots at a time. Like the first one probably heard about 10, 15 gunshots. Chaos erupts between lawmakers in Texas after one Republican says he called immigration agents on protesters. The protesters are inside this, were inside the state capitol to speak out against a new law in the state that bans sanctuary cities and punishes local governments that don't comply with immigration and detention requests. That is when one lawmaker says he made a call to get rid of them. All right, so obviously we're going to, um, well, not not necessarily, obviously. Like, you don't know what my what's written down in my notebook. <laughs> you know what my plan is. I don't even know. Um, but I guess we'll just go ahead and, and jump into the speed round. Yep. Um, not a shit ton other than the Paris Accord really happened. Not big things, anyway. Yeah, nothing really. that was really picked up by a lot of news stations and whatnot. Um, you know, so obviously we'll... we'll other than other than a couple things, which so we'll jump into Kathy Griffin now. So, yeah, it's about time to talk about Kathy Griffin. That, that was obviously uh, that was obviously the the talk of the last couple the last couple of days. So people I'm who sure, don't know, I'm, I'm sure you do. But well, yeah, I'm sure that most people know by now. But Kathy Griffin in her um, amazing comedic fashion uh, <laughs> grabbed a mask of. A mask of Donald Trump's head 
with blood all over it the, and and held it up for photo shoot yep. art. It was artsy, you know. It was artsy. The caption was there was the blood coming out of his eyes, blood cutting me out of his wherever, <laughs> which was obviously a dig at what he had said to Megan Kelly, which is an awesome caption. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna be a dick and you're gonna make the picture, <laughs> like that's kind of a good caption for him. Just right. saying. Um, but all right, so obviously most people have seen it, and if you haven't by now, like. Where have right. you been? <laughs> um, you probably aren't now, listening to the show. Everyone was pissed off about this. Republicans and Democrats alike. It was were, it, were upset that she did this. Yeah, it was it was classless. It, it was, was tasteless. Classless, yeah. It to me, to me, like I think there's like it's like one of those loose grabs to call something art. Like if I take a, look, if it's I, art, right? If I say it's contemporary art, man, like right? If I take a canvas out into the middle of the woods and leave it there for 30 days and then come back and it's call art. it like time or earth or something, like it's, it's still just <laughs> dirt on, it's still just dirt on a canvas. Right. Um, so, you know, like that's kind of how I looked at it. Do I think that she had the right to do it? Absolutely. Yes. Like I do. I do. I'm, Sorry, I know that's gonna like. I think people go in fifty-fifty uh, when oh, we get when you start topic, to yeah. dig into the thing. Um, but yeah, I do think she had the right to do it. I think it, it wasn't is, it a is specific. Protected. Yeah, it wasn't a specific threat. I think that while I if make fun had, of it being she, art, if the caption was "Hey, you should make this a reality," then like yeah, yeah that's a threat, <laughs> and like yeah, that's a problem. But right. what she did to me is comparatively the exact same as when Republicans took effigies of Barack Obama on nooses. Right. Um, Burn them and all of that stuff. Right. So, you know. And to be fair, most people have drawn that, that people that I've talked to, you know, online and offline, typically they they make the same, you know, comparison comparison as well, saying that that, both of those were wrong. Well, right. And it was funny because I saw uh, Fox posted online last night, um, like a quote from Ted Nugent, who was like Kathy Griffin was discussing blah blah blah. Like, he said you, Hillary you, Clinton should have eaten well, and, the what was end gr- of his shotgun or something. And that's what was great was in the comment section, Republicans were calling Ted Nugent out, being like, yeah. "Come on, dude! Like you literally told Obama <laughs> and Hillary to eat your shotgun. Like, right? Come on, you're a so damn both, hypocrite. Yeah, both are bad. Um, I saw the usual suspects, the usual liberal suspects online that were defending Kathy Griffin, and they were they were using the Obama thing that happened as in a way to say that <coughs> this is you justification. Have, yeah, justification. <coughs> No, you can. Both people can condemn it. Right. You should condemn both of them. Right. But it doesn't and mean that one's worse. You can have two opposing thoughts at the same time and say that, yeah, I didn't like it. It was. It was definitely tasteless. Yeah. She had the right to do it. But she had the right to do it, and I support her right to do it. Now, what I now, don't support is colleges, public colleges that have Donald Trump. What's the one college that has the with Captain America? Captain painting? America holding up his head, and they're like, "We're not taking it down." Got a problem with that? Yeah, because like people are paying tuition. I mean, yeah. to me, that is the same. So basically the story there is that I don't know which college it is, but there's a college either. that has a painting. Of, a mural. Uh, right, of Captain America doing the same thing, holding Donald Trump's decapitated head up. Um, the issue there is that, A, if there's any government subsidy or anything going into that, then now it's a taxpayer issue. Yeah. But if you even if it's not, even if it was a private college, um, 
there are still parents that aren't going to agree or there are pe- there are students with loans that aren't going to agree with that message and to me that's the same thing as saying well let's put up the 10 commandments in the hallway at right. you know Columbia U or whatever or let's put up you know the the or let's read from the Torah or the Quran <laughs> like I don't know I don't know sorry I don't know symbols of those religions um, what the fuck but you know and to me I would say like I understand you having a problem with that I don't believe that that shouldn't be something yeah. that it's kind of so I agree with you on the college thing as far as Kathy Griffin goes I think she had the right to do it the other interesting thing um, the other interesting part of the conversation is that the, or well what she failed to realize <laughs> was that there are consequences for yeah. for for that um, for she, your actions, and she didn't fail to realize it because she yeah. knew before that this was going to blow up. They had her on tape talking about it, like, "Oh man, we're going to have to leave and go to Mexico because the but backlash her, is going to be so bad." Her, so was her apology just like a a, a mental breakdown and on camera or was it just more publicity was it more Dude, it shock because there is like her hair a, was all weirdly straight she didn't have any makeup on and she was just there's like a group of people um out there my dad is one of them um that believes that uh that this was probably just like more or less just a publicity stunt like right. now he would agree too that like because um, we had this conversation over the weekend, and you know, it was like so, 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 like break it down, and like, what do, you, what is, what do you think? You don't watch this shit every day, but obviously, you're gonna, you're gonna, you've heard this one, and basically said his conclusion was this is a publicity stunt, and this, she will probably come back from this. Now, where we, yeah. now the other. The, the side tangent we then got on was the fact that like yeah but I don't know if she planned on how long it was going to take because I do agree she'll probably come back from this but CNN's it's not, not going to rehire her but it's not going to be six months or a year and yeah. then she's back she's okay it's going to be like five years ten years yeah. after Trump <laughs> she's not helping her case with this whole I'm the victim shit that she's no <laughs> and she that's why I wonder like is this is that if it is a publicity stunt like I would hope that that part is too because that looks like a mental breakdown right on that was caught on camera that a lawyer should have stopped <laughs> like there are a lot of lawyers standing there and um you're not the victim like no you did, did you this. see her lawyer she has like some professional celebrity lawyer or something her lawyer she... is the, i believe the daughter of gloria albright i'm, I'm oh, almost well, that positive would explain quite a quite a bit i like i'm almost positive i, I read that and i'll have to <laughs> i'll have to fact check that but i'm pretty right. sure that that's accurate um well she was just smiling all smug and like the whole time like she was egging on kathy griffin like yeah you are the victim and she was like they're harassing me i'm getting death threats yeah yeah you held up the president's dead head and, right. don't do that and they're, you know, Secret Service I can't is harassing who me. I saw say it. Somebody said um, when I was watching something this week. Like there are, there are good people in the world who disagree with Trump and don't like him. There are good people in the world that voted for Donald Trump and don't have a, an issue with him or his presidency and are and support Donald Trump. And then there are people on the other side of the world, a select group of people that cut people's heads off because they don't agree with them. Yeah. Who does oh. Kathy Griffin look like more right, right now? Like that was and, really the issue too, is that it, it did 
it was clear ISIS imagery. Like, that's yeah. exactly how they do it. Right. And she had to know that going into it, that I'm going to be mimicking ISIS I don't, in this moment. I don't feel bad for Kathy Griffin. Um, and to your point a second ago, you brought up <coughs> CNN, and that was what I was going to say was an interesting part of this. And, and I want to just say my personal feelings on it, because I think I think for some reason it's some people will will agree with me and some people will be like, no, that's that's unacceptable. Um, but I don't have I'm not mad at CNN. I don't I think they have every right to fire her over something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Well, people I, are mad I, at I, CNN because they fired her. No. But my position is. I would feel exactly how I do right now if CNN didn't fire her. If CNN, I don't think CNN had to fire her. CNN's got like, nothing to lose for me, man. Like, I already don't like them at all. Right, and- but here's what I'm saying. Just, like, take CNN out of it. Let's say she works for any other organization. I don't think that they have a responsibility to fire her. Because well, it wasn't now, a direct threat. If she was Anderson Cooper and was famous for CNN, yeah. then... They have a little bit more of a responsibility. We're, right. the, we're the reason you know this person. Um, but Stay. Kathy Griffin has another career, and CNN is part of her career. Well, they only use her for one night a year. Yeah, they just use her for the um, New Year's thing. So, so I like would, but there are a lot of people that think that CNN had the responsibility to fire her, and I disagree. I think that it had CNN, yeah. CNN to me, or anyone, whether it was Fox or NBC or anyone, that company could have come out and said she has described this as an expression of art and while we don't necessarily it's art. while we don't <laughs> necessarily agree with the imagery or like blah 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 that's what it is and we're taking her at her word and we're going to keep her on new year's with Anderson, Anderson and Cooper cuz it's Kathy. So entertaining um, you know like and i I would have been okay with that. I would have been like, fine, CNN doesn't have a responsibility, or insert company name here, doesn't have a responsibility to let her go because she has a different opinion than them. I'm okay with that. Now, if Pete, and I think in the same way, had CNN done that, a lot of people would have been turned off by that. It would have been like, well, I'm not watching <laughs> CNN because I wholeheartedly disagree with their stance yeah. on this. And that's okay, too. I'm just saying I, to the people that think that CNN had a responsibility to fire her, I disagree with you. I don't think, yeah. but I'm not mad at them for firing her. Like, I, no, I would have. Took them a little I, while. I wouldn't want to take the, it took a couple days, yeah. Um, a day and a half, I think, was like. That's fine, but you can't split hairs there when Donald Trump, <laughs> like, takes, like, stands thought, in the Holocaust Museum and doesn't mention the Holocaust. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Um, I'd argue one's a little bit different, but that's, that's fine. But I thought like, Donald Trump handled it pretty well, uh-huh. too. Like, I thought that, if anything, that would be something that would piss someone off. I, under, like, I also, though, found out, because I was saying to you when we were talking about it throughout the week, that um, how is she saying that she, he, he's made one comment? He's not harassing her. Well, she has a secret da- service. In the, what Donald do you Trump it? Jr. keeps tweeting at her a whole lot. Oh, does uh, he? Yeah, he does. Um, but... Who cares? Dude, it's Donald you, Trump Jr. You still guy. you invited it. Like yeah. you do not think that was going right, to happen. You knew this was going to happen. So and no I one's buying know. it. Like, like maybe so, if people were less outraged, it was a little like different than the way it was. It's interesting though that that's where the line is. Yeah, that the line is like 
showing the president with decapitated and bloody. Like that's that's pretty bad. That that line's <laughs> like, pretty far out there, guys. We it's like burning the flag. Right. It's like you're gonna miss, you're gonna piss people off. We might need to like simmer it down a little bit because like the line should be way closer to home yeah. <laughs> than that. So <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I mean, whatever. Kathy Griffin, I don't feel sorry for you. No. Nope. Um, and. I, I support your right to do it, but I also support your right to suffer the consequences of it. I mean, it right. just is what it is. So um, I think that's fine on Kathy Griffin. Uh, another thing that I guess we'll get into, um, we'll go ahead and do the London attack. The London attack happened, what, now uh, about 24 hours ago, 30 hours ago. And full disclosure, I haven't looked into this at all. I, I have been... I don't think there's been a lot said I've had a so different far. weekend. I haven't been plugged into the news whatsoever. So basically, um, uh, was it Friday or Saturday um, in the early part of the day? Mid- I don't know. I, I don't know all the details. All I know is that um, a van in London, on the, I don't know if London Bridge... Um, because that started, just recently got attacked previously. Right. Um, Same sort of scenario. I heard it was like a car, yeah, I guess. on the sidewalk, plowing people down. Um, and then at the end of that, they I believe they crashed, and then three guys get out and start running into businesses. It was like a busy, like, um, just a busy city with a bunch of shops and whatnot, and they just start running in places and stabbing people. Um, and this is when London wishes they had guns. This, <laughs> and, then, and then police shot all three suspects dead right um all of it is interesting because they have cops that don't carry guns either there's cops that are armed with guns there's cops that don't have guns um if this is the new thing that's happening the entire scenario or the entire incident takes place in eight minutes which is quick response time there you go i mean i guess that makes sense in a busy place um but you know it's just it's sad that we're talking about this again and we're going to keep talking we, about it it's not going to stop we had this happen what a couple months ago same type of month, scenario maybe. and then we had the bombing in Manchester yep. on the last week that we talked about um so that's just that's really unfortunate and obviously you know thoughts with the people of yeah. London um but it is it is a really it's a story that's becoming unfortunately way more familiar right um and this is another prime example for me of when you don't stand on principle timing is important that being said let's also say that at this point like they have not released details on what the motive was or who this was now they did say one detail that they do have is that these guys had um they had vests on but they were fake explosive vests so but they haven't said that these people were. They haven't said a, a motive. They haven't. Cla- no group. To no me, ter- most of that points to an Islamic attack. No terrorist group has taken responsibility, which typically ISIS does before I even believe that they've heard the full story. <laughs> like a lot it of times. It usually takes them two days, uh, as it seems uh, to be. So I would expect it, that if it is that, that we're going to hear that in the next 24 hours. Right. So we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah. But um, It's important to point out that there was an attack in the United States that was similar, not quite those same uh, details, but where someone started plowing through people in Times Square in a car, and that was not an Islamic attack. It no, turned out to right. be just a guy that was... So, obviously, we'll wait. And that's another thing, too. I think that it's an Islamic attack, though, just with the stabbings afterwards I won't, I won't go that far here. The, yeah, but the vest was fake. And to me... Yeah, but still. To me, it's really easy to make stuff look like stuff. Yeah. If you're, and if you don't... 
And those cases do happen. I think both sides are too quick to dismiss it if right. that comes up. Because, like, I mean, they actually do I happen. Mean, and your point was good. When we talked about the Times Square attack two weeks ago... My first thought was Islamic attack because that's and what's been so happening so was here every Republican on TV yeah. and the radio was, well, clearly we know what this is. And then on the flip side, the the left and the media were like, well, it's clearly no, it's not, not this. And yeah. now it turns out that they were right. It wasn't that. But I think, too, like... When it's happening now, when the dude is still running over people, and Fox is reporting it as an Islamic attack, and uh, NBC is <clears> reporting <throat> it as like a white Christian attack, like, right. guys, chill out and let's get some details. So the lines on this are in- insane to me. Like, there's video now. One of the only things I saw on this tape was um, people are hiding in London. And they're hiding out in a building, and they're talking to each other as they're hiding from the attack happening right now. And there's a guy who's like, oh, it's an Islamic attack. And another guy is like, shut up, mate. We don't know it's Islamic and whatnot. As he's currently hiding for his life. Like, right. The lines on these are so yeah. drawn, where if you're liberal, you basically well, I think jump that, to defend it without cause usually. And then if you're a Republican, you jump to it is sometimes un- without cause. I think, unfortunately, like... That happens with a lot of things now. And this, for whatever reason, this yeah. political climate... The whole hiding is, for your life and still being like, well, but this is my stance. But I don't think it just happens with Islamic issues, terrorism issues. I think that it happens with healthcare. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. The, Everything like is the, the line in the sand is yeah, just so much deeper than it yeah, used to be. Yeah, the Paris Accords. Like, you knew based on... <laughs> if, if you, the usual suspects. Right, if you <laughs> like, thought that it was a bad deal, I knew how you voted. And if I, and if I right. was worried about trees and shit, you knew how I voted. Like, <laughs> and that's not how it should be. Because I'm a little as, bit different like that because I'm an environmentalist. And, and, you well, know. we just showed in the last segment that it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> like, I'm not your yeah. most conservative guy, but like, I'm not going to argue facts like i'll make i'll make the other argument right. but i'm not going to take that's not going to be my opinion i'll right. just tell you what the other side is mm-hmm. um so you know but i i just me, think it's uh, unfortunate that that's our political climate now you think is they'll that, pass guns like stop outlawing guns in london because of this no. there's been so many attacks and no like, i don't i think would i you as a londonite feel safer if you had a gun in this, in this? i don't know i i think I honestly think that they will not do that because I just think that Europe is more liberal than the United States and that, and that it's not it, a thought. Yeah, that brings like, it right back to principle over timing. Principle, you can be against guns and whatnot. When people are running you over in cars and jumping out into businesses and just stabbing you, I'm going to want a gun on me. Right. Like, that's my whole thing with guns But then in terrorists win. <laughs> they win. <laughs> they do. I mean, we that's, defend ourselves. that's the they shittiest win. argument, and I hate that stuff. Yeah. But, like... It is true. It's really easy to make them lose, though. You just have to kill them. It's really easy to make them lose. You just need to not be scared. That is the game. (laughs) No. Like, the game... To me, that that one doesn't make sense. Terrorism isn't about killing you. It's about making you live in fear. That's fine. Like, I know that they said... But again, to me, that's more principle than timing. The the immediate thing is that people are dying. And to just say, like, well, we're just going to stand on principle and not defend ourselves... No, you should probably defend yourself. I, get, I, don't, yeah, I don't carry I don't, a gun. I don't, I don't own a gun. with you. Because I don't think I need one. Even though I have the right to do it and I, I think that, that guns shouldn't be outlawed, I'm never going to buy one because I just don't like guns. Right. And I'm not going to own one because I don't think I need it. Now, if there was a string of shootings in St. Louis closer to where I'm at, right. I'd probably start yeah, carrying a gun. People start looking up statistics real important. quick. And like, yes, there are <laughs> shootings in St. Louis. Yes, there are. They're now just, where we're at. Yeah, typically. Um, I'm by like... Yeah, I'm by a nice. And here area come, here come the 
<laughs> here come the other comments. Where it's like, oh, well, clearly you're <laughs> X, Y, Z. Don't judge me because judge I said me, bro. half a thought. Um, right. Damn, bro. So, anyway. But I don't think it's going to stop. Like, for whatever reason, the wet, the... European West has it in their head that if you try to defend yourself or take measures against what's actually happening, you're automatically xenophobic and you're racist and all these things. I don't think it's some people just don't want to die. I don't think and it's. I don't think they think of it that way. I think that's, that's usually the argument. That's that I the get. caricature that you're painting. And when um, they say that anyone that opposes that or says even I think the things that I'm saying, because you're you're coming at it from the perspective of let's take principle out of it for a second, and yeah. I don't think that they do. Well, no, so they don't. I don't think that that means that they necessarily are sitting there going, "Well, I don't want to defend myself because I don't want to be a racist." <laughs> I think they're sitting there going, "These are my principles, and I'm not willing to." sway from is there from a line those. on that is there a point where like these become so I, much even more because right now what london's in, going I think, through is yes what france but i think went it's an individual had, line i don't Charlie think Ebdo, it's, you had people in france has been seeing attacks at this level for I, a long time now. i think the line that you're looking for is an individual line not a governmental line well you're gonna um, obviously you don't think it has some sway over so, the politicians you're talking and, about principles my principles may be different than yours so yeah. like where the line is is different for everyone if the majority of people's lines is somewhere on the conservative or somewhere on the liberal yeah. side that's the norm. So, you know, I don't know. I hate that. That's the one that really gets me is because they say that, you know, oh, it's just a product of living in these times. We're just going to have to deal with every month about 20 of our citizens die. No, you don't. If you actually go and fight ISIS, then they, don't, they won't attack as much. You can wipe them out. Will, there ever, will terrorism always be there? Yes, it will. I don't think Because so. terrorism is an idea, but ISIS is a group. I don't, and ISIS yeah, are the ones killing right now. But it's not ISIS. Like, if you go kill ISIS, where do you go? Syria? Iraq? Well, they're not the guys that are attacking in London. They're right. not the guys that are attacking in the United States. But they're States. they're being led so by unless, this group that's still around. So it, if the point, so then what you need to do is crack down in your own country. So well, your intelli- your they're... intelligence needs to be better, yeah. but it needs to be more realistic. If France has eleven hundred on the watch list, and or it's way higher than that, isn't was it? Was it? Yeah, like it's crazy. Like if you have twenty five thousand people that you're looking at. And your population doesn't match <laughs> that. Like, I'm not saying they have like 20 million or something. So it's not like maybe you should lessen your keywords that you're searching. But <laughs> you know, I'm just saying like that. That's how you stop terrorism in the West. Is you start raiding places where terrorists are at. Yeah. You just can't raid the wrong places. Like, well, right. We live in a civilized society but where I think that people you can't need just to, start kicking in brown people's doors. People need to understand that that. Because to me, the mindset with the West and in America is we don't like war. We're not doing it. And they think that that just that works. The problem is, is that it takes two people to declare war and ISIS has declared war. And so me, it seems that we're just kind of ignoring a war that's actually happening and not wanting to jump in. These European nations <laughs> don't want to defend it. Like to me, it comes back to the refugee thing again. They're all for bringing in refugees as if the refugee loved the fact that his entire house was destroyed, his heritage is gone, and he's leaving his home country penniless. We would rather go to that country, help them fight their war, mm. and get to keep their heritage in their homes. But I, that makes us horrible people. No, and, I get it. I just don't think that, like, we can go do that, and some dude in London is still going to drive down the sidewalk. Like, you're not getting that guy. I don't think guy. so. Once you destroy ISIS, um, I think that then the leadership's gone. What are they fighting for? At that okay, point? so then... The the Al Qaeda 
rises so or take in, them out. insert a name that person that's sitting in the mm-hmm. basement in new jersey that i always cite like that basement needs to be raided first of all because <laughs> well yeah you can do, talked I think, about it on like seven episodes yeah. um so get that guy i think you but, deal with that after you've taken care of the main group these are the groups that are inspiring those, them yes and they will still be inspired by the next group so the guy that's yeah but these people can't be killed guy, you just have to do it yeah like, you can't <laughs> you can't just run into somebody's apartment in manchester and shoot them shoot right the, shoot the place I'm up. saying that's step two. So yeah, and I'm saying it's not because that's the problem. The problem <laughs> is we're getting attacked in the West. So what you do is you raid those houses mm-hmm. and going to fight. And I'm not saying that you don't go fight ISIS. Right. I'm just saying your priorities are mixed up. I don't because think so. if the first step is going and spending money in the Middle East, then we're gonna yeah we can go get rid of ISIS just like we got rid of Al Qaeda just like we got rid. Well, of we the, gave up on. The, we just tried to get them out of Iraq. There were three wars going on when okay, came to Iraq. But that kid that's sitting in an apartment in London pissed off at the West, as soon as ISIS is gone and Al-Qaeda is the new fashionable terrorist group, mm-hmm. that guy doesn't give a shit what he calls himself. He just doesn't like the West. You're right. not getting rid of that guy. He should be priority one because he's the guy that's going to kill those 20 people. Yeah, no, I get that. And like I said, I just think that it's more effective at this point to go after the source of the inspiration, get those guys out. And a big thing to keep in mind, too, is that these people who are pissed off, they're people who have to come from other places because their cities were destroyed and they don't have anything. So now they're plunged into poverty. And that's the problem we're seeing with all the refugees. I don't think that the refugee crisis is really a crime or a terrorist crisis because we've gone through the numbers and it just didn't show that. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's an economic question where when these people leave and they no longer have their homes, they no longer have their businesses and they're penniless. Now you're in poverty. So it's basically like we took you and I was like, hey, buddy, can you help me? This dude's trying to rob me. And you're like, no, that's fine, but I'll take you in after you have nothing. And it's like, well, dude, like – now yeah. it's a much harder rise yeah, up. No, I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair point. Um, yeah, I just I think that London, with all these attacks, and Europe in general, with all their attacks, are just saying, "No, it, we're just not going to do it anything." It sucks that the narrative on TV. I literally watched a newscaster on one of the channels last night say, "Well, if this if this number stays at six dead, as sh- crappy as it is to say, like." We did all right. It was like, that I know. sucks. Like, that it, that's sucks the mindset they're going into. It's like, well, we just, this is how we live. And I don't think that. Yeah. We, I think we could stop it. We it, just have to it do is, it. It is unfortunate. But, it, like, it, and, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll <laughs> Unfortunately, be the, we will be reporting on more of these. Yeah, I guarantee you. I'm sure that we will. So you know? we'll save the debate for a, a later <laughs> The next day. attack. So, um, and then, now, we've got a couple of other uh, interesting stories. We'd like to... If you haven't noticed on The Devil's Advocate, um, we like to hold the, these left leftist college kids accountable, too. <laughs> now, I also want to state, too, because I do represent the, the liberal point of view here, um, that I – and, Mitch, also, we understand it's not all college kids. Like, I get it. it yeah. It's not. There's a vocal minority that um, – are really really vocal yeah. and i do I, think college campuses in general are not like geared towards representing i don't like them representing my kind of philosophy or <laughs> because it sucks because i'm yeah. like dude i'm not one of the I'm, I'm not antifa i don't hit people with bike locks and shit <laughs> um but we like to we like I to am, hold these uh. we like to hold these guys accountable for re- the ridiculous that ridiculousness that happens a lot of times there's Um, there's been quite a few instances just like the one we're about to go into which is yeah which i'll let you start with yours we have two instances this week uh what was the guy's name crazy um 
crazy college kids. I don't know. To, I think it's not Seth Weinstein, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it is Weinstein. Weinstein sound right. Yeah. Weinstein's right. I, I don't remember. Yeah. So basically, in this story, <coughs> he's the dean, isn't he? Or is he the... I think he's... I think he the is. I think he's also something? a professor. He, okay. He, he is. He's like the president, or he's he's something yeah. of this liberal arts school um, in Washington. I think. Yeah, and he so, he's also a biology teacher. Okay. Um, and basically, there at this liberal college, there is a, kind of a tradition based off of a play called um, "One Day Without." And in the play, I guess all of the slaves and people like that, they just for one day they disappear, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to show you how the people who get shit on the most are the really the cornerstones of our society, and without them, it kind of all falls apart. Right. Uh, which is a, a good message. It's a liberal message and everything that made sense. Mm-hmm. So in honor of that, every year, uh, black students would organize and they would not show up to the campus for one day, as kind of a show of solidarity. They would meet on a separate someplace outside of school and talk about campus issues and how to create better relations mm-hmm. till this year. <laughs> and then they basically requested that white students be kept out of the campus. So it would be a day without white students and they got to basically which go to campus. Now we start to get into warmer waters, <laughs> um, <laughs> which in my opinion, is categorically racist. Absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely You'd is. You'd be surprised how many people have the, argued with me that the, it's not racist. You know how many it people is. listening just got pissed off I'm that, sure they did. That, we, that we took that stance. But yes, it is racist, and it's not reverse racist because that doesn't it's exist. It's just racist. It's just racist. <laughs> um, I know. Like, to me, there's there, – and the problem is with it is that colleges have really perpetuated this idea that racism is systematic – that the word doesn't mean anything that disparages people by race and color, creed, all of that, which mm-hmm. is the definition I subscribe to because... Because that's a definition. I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have redefined it um, as basically something that is systematic. If there's a system that favors one type of person, then everyone else, it's racist against all other people. No, that's called systematic racism. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorry. Was America historically like this? Yes, I think they were. Yeah, I Do think I think so it's too. the best time in, in America's history against that? Yes, I do. And it, it coincides exactly Does the time. Does that mean that there is still work to be done and problems There's always that are, work to be done. Yes, the it absolutely is does. Nobody think, look, I'm not going to look at you with a straight face and be like, black people are tre- treated equally in America no, in 2017. They're not. They are not. And there are definitely issues to be solved and and a yeah. lot more steps to to move to the when right black place. lives matter organizes and says we're going to start going against so like white don't, students and don't stuff. start no. coming at us with our your racist bullshit because <laughs> because we have an opinion yeah. uh, about how people no matter what their color should treat each other yeah. um, to me that opinion because i get thrown that a lot just being conservative because in this day and age it seems that if you're a conservative you're branded racist before the they literally changed the the definition well oh, it's, that, what was it's it? that caricature that i talked about like so there's the the extreme right and the extreme left are the caricatures of their parties. If you're on the extreme left, you think that every Republican is the extreme right guy who is a racist bigot. <laughs> like, there is that guy out there. He yeah. does exist. And there is that dumb, hippie liberal out there on the flip side that has his hand out. I agree yeah. both extremes. Yes, the other one exists, but it's not the entire other yeah. side. And I've noticed um, this being on college campuses where... A couple times I've spoken up and 
said, you know, because people are talking about it. And usually it's in a conversation that's not pertaining to the subject. Mm -hmm. Somehow the teacher just wants to talk about it. And we start talking about it at the beginning of class. And then typically the consensus, these people, full disclosure, I'm damn near 30 and I'm still going to these colleges. Like most of the people in there have loans and they're like 18 to 24. Mm. And they, it's almost entirely liberal. And the times I have spoken up as conservative, it, let's just say the room got immediately quiet. Right. <laughs> like, Which is unfortunate. It's not a friendly environment for conservatives. Right. Which is unfortunate. But you also know, like, no, no offense to people um, that aren't liberal, I'm I guess. I'm definitely offended. Um, but, like, <laughs> you know going in that you're going to get that. Like, yeah. you it shouldn't know, be that way, but I know that's the way it is. It shouldn't be that way. I, I absolutely agree with you, but you know that yeah. going in. And there are conservative colleges. Yeah. You have to. You can't afford them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, right. But there are conservative colleges. Right. Um, the problem I have is with people that but are, both are sides being made be, to feel both, threatened. Right. In a, conser- in a conservative college, I should be able to go in and say, no, 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 hold on. Climate change is real, um, <laughs> and I shouldn't feel the way that you feel in most colleges. Right. Most because most colleges, I would say, are liberal, and um, but both sides should be able to handle criticisms of the opposite side. And right. especially um, in a place of learning, like you're supposed to teach both both areas right. because these things aren't set in stone. So anyway, we got off on a tangent, but as far as your story goes, right. what happens next? Ah, well, basically. <laughs> It blew up because obviously people started filming. The people who were doing this were filming on their own phones. So they're upset about him saying no to kicking white students off of campus right. for a day. Right. He issued a statement that An basically email. said. His damn emails. <laughs> which, <laughs> which said exactly what we just said. Um, right. That, look, I understand where you're coming from, um, but I can't I'm not going to do that. Because that is racist. It, he basically went on to say that it's different. There's a difference between minority students deciding to not go somewhere that was an inclusive environment as a show of protest and keeping someone off out of that right. place who's paid to be there who's paid to be there because of their race that is inherently racist and racist for that? for that reason we're not going to do that well they didn't like that too much. No. So basically they cornered him as he was trying to leave his office. They were mm-hmm. shouting at him. And we've seen this a lot when it comes to speakers. Um, usually it's it's a chapter of Black Lives Matter in there that organized where they come in with whistles and stuff and they just blow over. So they're screaming at him. I don't think they had any whistles this time, but they wouldn't let him talk. And then they went up to the other faculty. And some of these videos are ridiculous. And the thing they also keep in mind is they're the ones who posted this. Mm-hmm. They're proud of it. And Right. Well, and here's what's funny. They, they – um, so not only did they corner him in his office and they were, you know, yelling at him and demanding that white students not be allowed on to onto the campus and whatnot. They cornered him in his classroom when he was teaching and they were yeah. shouting at him that he taught racism. He teaches biology. <laughs> like that Well that upsets them too with all their <laughs> genders and what like that, that has gotta be like the hardest thing to say. Like that like that would be like teaching music <laughs> and yeah. being like dude you're not clearly <laughs> racist like you don't at all teach he's teaching music theory that's not avant-garde right <laughs> oh my god just unbelievable but you know so so there's that obviously obviously we have an issue with all of Got that a big like, issue and then they came back with a, a series of demands 
And so they were already upset with him because he said that he wasn't going to do the minority quotas mm-hmm. when it came to hiring faculty. He said, no, I'm going to pick the guy who's the best at science and teach the science class. And right. so they were already, he was already on their shit list for standing up for that. So they are complete, they've been um, petitioning for him to be fired and basically have to resign. And last I heard, the last update was that the school itself issued an apology to the students for his behavior. <laughs> really? Yeah, attacking <laughs> on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. Well, yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, um, this guy's clearly in the right. Yeah. I mean, firmly within the right. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the mentality. 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 Yeah. Holy crap. Mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. Um, so, yeah. and I have another instance uh, from another college story. Um, this is about the ninth or tenth story like this that I've heard in the past year. Yeah, at apparently at Columbia University. Um, I'm going to Umsel in the fall. Like, I'm really excited to see what, <laughs> what it's At Columbia what it's University, like. a group of illegal immigrant <laughs> students who i guess have loans um i think you pronounce that heroes (laughs) (laughs) right um that's that's what the kids from the other school are saying as they're bullying their administrators um yeah but so so a group of illegal citizens who i guess are legal students yeah um they're demanding it to be a safe space, they're, like to be a sanctuary. They have a list of demands yeah. for the school, um, and their list of demands is ridiculous. So let's <laughs> let's read through this a little bit. Um, <laughs> the, first of all, the list starts out: "We refuse to amend or change any of these demands." So we're starting <laughs> off on the wrong foot, right. I feel like. Um, Start off strong. The group is called uh, Undco U N D O C U. Undo CU Undo CU began their 13 list 13 point list we expect the university to act um they said lamenting Columbia's lack of intrinsic no (laughs) no um I'm going to post this document and I'm going to go through their 13 point list because it's a ridiculous list where basically (laughs) what they demand is like they demand that they are um subsidized that their housing is subsidized yep. that their um uh tuition is subsidized um they basically I also heard that they needed to have sensitivity training for all the students sensitivity training for all for not, illegals not because the, you you can't actually I don't think it was the students it's the no um, for the faculty faculty yeah um so in other words if you're a conservative member and you don't think that illegal immigrants should be getting subsidies and whatnot that would you'd have to be resensitized. You'd have to get new training, right? <laughs> to not use triggering words and whatnot, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, you're, it's, you're allowed to have an it's opinion. It's unbelievable. Sorry, my phone shit out on that one. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I was like half halfway through right. a sentence and lost the article. I also heard that they were that one of the demands was that they would have they would force faculty to not report illegals. So basically, turning yes, campuses and, into sanctuary and campuses. If they were, um, if if they were reported or if these illegals were found out to be illegal and iso- to that the that the uh university would like try to interfere with that like yeah, slow, it, slow that down so like here's here's what my the fuck right here's my <laughs> big here's my big issue with that we're no longer talking about equality we're talking about superiority right. where right. are where are my handouts for being 
a white legal citizen. Like, <laughs> how come I don't get subsidized? Well, you have loans your privilege, and I don't. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm right. not kidding. That is the argument. You have your privilege. I understand that. And while I do agree that historically there has been systematic white privilege built into right the American society, I haven't directly benefited from any of this every liberal's head is exploding right now and if i have i'm not sorry that (laughs) my life just went nuclear they're (laughs) melting (laughs) i'm not sorry that my life has gone the way that it's gone look it hasn't been all rainbows and unicorns yeah you know my life hasn't been I'm still waiting for my silver spoon. Like, I haven't seen that. Um, just because I'm white doesn't mean I was born with one. Right. Um, but I'm not But I'm not going to apologize for for crimes that I haven't committed. That's um, a good way to put it because and that, that's really what it is. Is like, right. These so, people are innocent too, but they so – I mean, so many times the arguments are, well, you're not innocent because you're inherent within the system. And whether you believe that you participate – and are a perpetrator of the system or not, you are based on your skin tone. Okay, and I will say, well, then... By- I'm playing devil's advocate here. This is not my argument. Then, this is the argument that is presented to me. Oh, yeah, no. And, and I would say to those people, then buy me some shit in some <laughs> other place, and I'll go live there where right. you don't have to have me as part of your system. Like, <laughs> if I, like, you know, whatever... I, I'm not sorry <laughs> for being. He's doubling down for being. For, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trumping it now. That's right. Um, like and that no, being that it's being really gotten out of control. That too. being said, I acknowledge that all of that is bad. Yeah. I acknowledge that minorities have not been. But racism is not the answer, folks. I thought we already came to that conclusion for the past 30 years as we were working together to stop these things. Right. So if the argument is because. Because of all of these bad things that have happened, I'm now I should be given more than somebody else. I don't I don't agree. I don't either. I think you should be given the same. There's there's more chances now than ever for people of color. Like I could if I wanted to, I could sign up for a Hispanic uh, scholarship. I don't do it because I don't identify with that culture as much. I grew up in Missouri. I'm just a Missouri. That being said. While that is, while the, your statement there is probably true that mm-hmm. there is more, there's still more. Like I said at the beginning of this, there's still more to be done. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna say that we're at a good spot, right? Like, we really, understand that the races still aren't treated equally, right? Um, and you've got to look at the cause of why, and the cause of why does stand for, stem from racism. But, but you can't, you can't write racism <laughs> with racism, right? You, you can't like. And the, so that that's my argument there. That like those are ridiculous demands, and I think that that you see a lot of colleges cave to these demands. Obviously, the last one we just talked in, about was like in, what the fuck. I, in these instances, in a, these situations, I would hope that those college guys do exactly what the dude at the liberal arts school did and say, "We see your demands." No, <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're right. not we're not going to we're and not going to fight racism with racism. We're not going to make somebody else put somebody down to make somebody else better than them. Right. No matter what. Like, how do you how does the person that's de- the person with these demands? How do you justify that? <laughs> like it literally you're saying right. I want to treat you the way you treated me. But the way you treated me was horrible. Right. Well, you can't be horrible to me. And you see them where they're screaming at the like that one video with them. Little old lady, little old white teacher. And they're just screaming in her face. You're white. And all this stuff. I'm like, 
how can you get behind that? Right. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. No, it doesn't. In the one, your, your instance, um, your story with the, at the liberal arts school where um, they're screaming shit in a biology class. Right. Did you see that the students also posted a response video after their vid, after they, they put to... their, where they tried to like cover it up or not cover it up, but explain it. And they're like, well, yeah, we blocked it, but you know, <laughs> we're having a conversation, whatever that means. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I guess after you blocked it, we just decided to stay. So that's okay. Right. Um, exactly. You know, so it's just those. Just those, stop being racist, dudes. <laughs> like, just stop being assholes. I'm gonna go with Katy Perry like this. Just really? love because each I, other. I honestly believe that the people with those demands don't think of themselves as being racist. They oh don't, no, not they don't, at all. And I don't. They think, have a different definition, as we previously I, stated. Right, and I don't think that they hate them, white people. Yeah, I do, I honestly don't think they hate white people. I just think I'm fifty fifty. I just I think, think that they think that they that they deserve more. Yeah. Than. X, Y, and Z person, and that that's not true. Right. And so I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna call you out when you start <laughs> bullying people for being logical and reasonable. That like, right. that's a problem. That that's what you've been fighting for. Now don't fight for more. Right. That being said, like I've said four times already. There's still work to be done. Like, I know I have to repeat that point a hundred times because if I don't say it, somebody will see 20 seconds of this before or after I said it and be like, this is why he's a racist. And I'm not a racist. I'm just not unreasonable. To me, also, the thing that I always counter with that, because being a conservative, like I said, I get called racist consistently for Mm -hmm. things that have nothing to do with race. And I always respond to him with, you can't convince me I'm racist. I know I'm not. Right. I'm not insecure enough to where you could convince me of that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I I don't know. (laughs) But you know we're going to get it. You know somewhere out there somebody is going to hear it and be like, wow, look, these Klansmen have a show. (laughs) (laughs) What? How did you draw that conclusion? Right. Um, So, anyway. Did we have another one? Was that about... We had uh, a Texas governor. Um, it was a governor or state senator. It was um, uh, someone in the ha- the state representative of in the state legislature of Texas. I'll let you t- take this one. Yeah. So basically, this one was there's a new bill that's being introduced in Texas uh, that basically introduces sanctuary ci- or it bans sanctuary cities, mm-hmm. and obviously a contentious issue. So there was a Hispanic a Democrat. Yeah, there's a forum. No, I'm not. I just had to get the liberals back. <laughs> <laughs> so there was um, basically a protest going on in the, the legislature building. And they were protesting, obviously, f- against the banning of sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a conservative and Hispanic Democrat. And a, the conservative claimed that people in the audience were holding up signs that said, I'm illegal, you, know, you can't do anything about it, or something like that, which prompted him to call ICE, <laughs> which is the task force that deals with illegal immigration. Oh, uh, which is, like, first of all, just, like, from... It's so what he's supposed to do. It like, is what I, he's uh, supposed to do, but that's dick what, move. Dude. It is a dick move. I mean, either way you look at it, like... What a dick... I'm just saying, whenever you tempt the bull, I'm not that upset. I, you know, the, you know, that's, that's what fine. they're supposed to do. But so. like, man, if I'm standing in that crowd, I'd be like, he did what? Who's on their way? <laughs> like, that's a dick. That's so a dick move. Democrats are congregating and, and talking about how well the protest is going and all these things. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's my conjecture. And then <laughs> they're high fiving each other, all that shit. So, dude walks up and informs them, as you do, 
and that he just called ice on them. Which also, dick move. Like, yeah. You know how good he felt on that walk over What's there? Up, bro? He's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know. Those guys are about to not be here anymore. <laughs> you just lost some voters, son. <laughs> no. So, which prompted the Hispanic uh, Democratic guy to just start pushing on him. He got real up in his face, was pushing and all that. All of which was caught on camera. Yeah. From multiple angles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the cops get called. There's obviously, he said, he said, because they're both he's. At least I think they identify that way. So, <laughs> so oh, cops get called. God, that's so <laughs> flame. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, got to be, got to be thorough. So basically the Hispanic Democrat guy was like, no, that's completely wrong. And, you know, I didn't start anything. And the Republican was like, he threatened to kill me. He said, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and not only am I going to get you, but you have to leave at some point. And at the way to your car, you're, we're going to get you. So, but that wasn't caught on camera or wasn't caught on, on audio as far as I know. Right. So all of this gets taken into account. And then the Democrat has like a press conference. He was like, I'm just saying, you're going to get what he deserves. <laughs> like, all this stuff. I was like, don't do that. Like, oh. And that wasn't exactly what he said. He said something like, uh, I don't feel sorry for him or he has it coming anyway or something like that. Right. He which had totally it makes it seem much more plausible. That he totally said, just, we're going to get you. Man, politics again. Like, I mean, we basically already said it, but politics, <laughs> get your head out of your ass. Like, it's right. unbelievable that we've gotten to this. It. It's like fourth grade. Like it's but Donald fourth Trump grade. is actual Hitler, so it, we, <laughs> we have it's to. fourth grade in in the cafeteria. Right. It's just people bullying each other and pushing people around and right. you know, my hands are bigger than yours. Like that's <laughs> really what it comes my my crowd is the biggest in can, all of the land. I can factually prove um, that Donald Trump's hands are about the size of the average female woman's hands. So they are smaller than They're the small, average male. Scientifically proven. Science. It is rested. He has small hands. So alternative facts, Donald. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so, but anyway, looking at that thing, like we can argue that I understand the point that it was a kind of a dick move for him to do that. Yeah, but that doesn't I mean also understand your counterpart. Yeah, I also um, understand that that's, ah! that's ISIS. <laughs> you know, that's why they're there. And I think that... Well, I'm for the dreamers, and I'm I'm not for, you know, rounding up illegals and all of that that are productive members of society. I think that going after the criminal element, like Donald Trump has said he wanted to do, is 100% fine. I'm absolutely for it. I don't think that you should stop going after criminals dependent on race. Yeah. Like when you show up and you're like, hey, dude, I'm illegal, deal with it, and someone deals with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like, like that guy, I don't know if you saw on... Um... And that's not proven. Like, we don't know that they were holding those signs up. Like, that... It would have been, you know, they probably would have been more on the Democratic senator's side if he didn't do all of this crazy shit afterwards and right. turned everyone against him. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. It's like, um, it's like dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need to give you it's another like example, dumb bro. I, I just, I realized halfway through that thought that like, there's no, there's no point in yeah. another example. Um, just don't do that. Don't stop right. acting. Let's start acting like adults that are trying to run a country yeah. successfully. And Democrats get your shit together. Just a- do it. And Republicans get your shit together. I think Democrats shit is a little bit more out of out of whack than conservatives at the moment. I don't necessarily disagree with you, which is why I don't call myself either side yeah. because we're typically commenting on something crazy liberals are right. doing. <laughs> but what I will say to you too is like my turn will come. Healthcare 
is dumb. Is yeah. dumb. Is dumb. And it's not like and, and dumb. I'm not. We won't even look at the politics of starting with healthcare. Like we're when we say get your shit together, Republicans, we're talking about something different than when we say get your shit shit together, right. Democrats. Um, Democrats, shit that needs to be gotten together is like don't just. Don't just be obstructionist assholes. <laughs> and Republicans shit together is you have the government, so run the good. run the country. You had seven years to not think about health care. Right. What the hell happened? Most of what Donald Trump has done, I've agreed with. Most of what the Republican Congress has done, I've disagreed with. So like they need to get their they need to right. get their shit together so and like, start. I don't know. I almost just, every move Donald Trump has made, I've agreed with to some degree. Besides the wall and besides the travel. I'm ban, not but. hopeful, but I hope that politics doesn't stay in this spot for long yeah um my only thing because i was going to say as long as donald trump is president it'll be that way my only thought is we said that during the mitt romney and the obama age was like oh my god that was the worst most crazy election and all that what could top it and then donald trump and hillary clinton topped it right is what comes next is if the rock (laughs) runs like are we ready for he's signing on to movie deals he's not gonna are we ready for an era of just like let's elect the next celebrity who's hot this year Lindsay lohan can run the country if the rock has an awesome platform Lindsay lohan was my hot go-to um she's She's like cleopatra around the world she's not an a-lister um (laughs) anyway i think that i think that pretty much wraps it up for the week so um you know as always don't forget to uh like and subscribe for our future content all of the topics discussed um all of the links to those will be listed in the comments yep Um, we are going to probably be doing the show next week since james comey is going on afterwards we might take uh we're planning at some point to take about a two-week break right so that we can work on a few things maybe get some goodies going in the works Mm -hmm. and um Kind of revamp, revamp the pages. Um, yeah, put a little p- production time into it. Right. So we want to, we definitely want to do that. And then we'll probably at some point, and I don't know if it'll be within the next two or three weeks, but at some point we'll come up with a schedule because I think the idea would be um, something like every every few months having like a regular schedule where we can't, where we do have time to take a break from it for a couple of weeks you know, kind of revamp the look of it, all this right. stuff. Right, analyze um, data, because there's a lot of data that goes into right, because advertising I, and things like that. Believe it or not, when you're two or three guys that are, well, three guys that are um, producing a show, video and audio well, and multiple all of platforms. this stuff, it's hard to upgrade in the middle of that process. You I gotta can think get, about the next show. Right, I can, get, <laughs> I can get something new and cool, and then it can just sit there until I have time to actually think about oh how it works. Um, Smack. So, so yeah, we would like to get to get um, some kind of schedule so that we can we can get some goodies out to you. So, right. Um, anyway, we called that a speed round. It took about an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we we like to. That's how it is. We just lie. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we will be back next week. I think that about about does all of it. And as yep. always, we'll go ahead and leave you with the alternative fact of the week. Thanks for listening. I've dealt with older white guys trying to keep me down my whole life, my whole career. 